you can't do everything great. Own something, be it an industry or a tactic. Own a space yeah. and get really yeah. good at it. There are a lot of people out there doing the work that we do. They don't care. All they want to do is cash a check. That was George Wyrock, and this is Guild Stories. Welcome to Guild Stories, the podcast where every person has a story, and it's the stories that connect us all. I am Justin Rickliffs, founder and CEO of Guild Content. We are so grateful you're here. This podcast is a place where we'll explore the stories of hustlers, dreamers, and doers who are going for it by pursuing meaningful work and living life with purpose. Welcome to Guild Stories. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Guild Stories. I've got a, a new uh, former. I mean, we'd met in a previous life, and I'd forgotten, but you had not. Uh, we got reconnected through a friend, mutual friend, Dan, at Image Makers. So uh, let's get to it. George, why rock when you can roll? I love how you, how you uh, <laughs> how do you actually pronounce your name? Um, George, why rock, the founder and CEO of rockcreativenetwork.com and um, relationship evangelist, among other things. So George, yep. welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad to meet you again. <laughs> yeah, I felt like I was like, you mentioned that we had met in a previous life. Um, and I, I did not connect the dots initially, but as you told the story, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, of course. Um, I I love the conversation that we had last week with, with Dan, mm. how you're trying to help him and how you're asking the questions that you're asking the questions, uh, were just strong. And I knew, Mm. I knew there was something Mm. special about this and the image makers needed this. Mm. And they are, they are wonderful. Uh, I, 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 we, we took pages of notes with, I mean, obviously that's our job because we're going to turn that back into words and copy for them. But um, I was blown away by the culture, by the the team he's established and developed, um, the, the the addition of you from a biz dev perspective. So anyway, all, all that to say, I was I was really inspired by that conversation. Uh, our team was inspired by that conversation, and 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 frankly, you brought this like really amazing. Well, the glasses were on point, number one. <laughs> Um, but, but you also brought this really amazing energy and clarity to, um, what it means to like develop trust, relationship, care. Oh, those are amazing too, dude. <laughs> um, so anyway, I, I'm, I'm flattered and honored you're here and, and can't wait to, uh, have you tell your story. So for those who don't know you, which is probably not many folks now, um, when, when someone hears or engages Rock Creative Network, like what is that? What do you do? What's your kind of day-to-day? And then I'll, we'll start unpacking the story a little day bit. Day-to-day. I'm, I'm, uh, some, somebody told me, uh, multiple pe- people have told me this uh, throughout my nine and a half years. I am the eHarmony for everything creative and digital. <laughs> I love that. I'm a matchmaker. I'm a connector. Uh, I, have been, mm. I have been in the agency world 25 plus years mm. working with some absolutely amazing people, strategy, creative people, spent 10 years at Muller and Company, which is no longer, they retired, uh, spent four or five years at Blacktop Creative, mm. one of the hottest creative shops mm. uh, in Kansas City, no, in the region. Mm. And that's where we met back yeah. in the day. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. And uh, about 11 years ago, mm. the Lord put in my heart, mm. this model is broke, mm. change it. Uh, and I said no. I argued with him, <laughs> nah. which is never a good thing to do. But ironically, uh, I had no idea what that met, mm. meant. But that was in October. The following January, 
uh, Rock Creative Network is now a, a, a C corporation, mm. an S, I'm sorry, an S corporation. Mm. Uh, I had a brand, I had a website, and I had three partners. Mm. So my model today is stop selling, start serving. Because back, back when I was doing it, it almost felt almost felt nasty at times because, you know, there's a, there's a company, there's a brand that you want to work with. Mm. And it's kind of like courting somebody. It's like you go to the, the CMO or the VP of marketing and it's like you whine and dine them and you mm. tell them how beautiful they are and you <laughs> tell them everything that they want and they go, okay, let's date. And it's like, great, I'm going to turn you over to the account team and I'm going to go find some more. And, it's and like, they've been here for six minutes, by the way. <laughs> the account team just started yesterday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. And it's like, I don't like this. I like mm. relationships. And really this was, is about relationships. And one of the things yeah, that I, right. uh, I found, and it's still true, we as biz dev people, as agencies, mm. we're too busy talking about ourselves. Mm. People don't really care about you. They're worried about their job, their brand, their product, their job. Uh, it's we need to ask smart questions, much like you did with Dan at Image Makers. Ask questions and pull out their why. Mm. And what, why is this, what does this make you feel? Why do you buy things? Mm. And right now, agencies are going, look at me, look at me, look at me, and nobody cares. Mm. And I've been doing some some incredible webinars with a friend of mine. We, we do it pro bono. Mm. A friend of mine, Lisa Colantano. Will of, you invite me next time, please? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Now, I, actually, wanna, having, I wanna be on that list. We're having one next week. I'll, I'll get okay. you an invitation. Right, sweet. And, and it's amazing because I've come to realize that we've been doing this wrong for a long time. That's right. And I, I'm not saying that Rock Creative Network is the answer, but really what I do right now is instead of selling, selling somebody selling them my, my services, which it's, it's interesting. I'm a hunter. Mm. I'm a connector. Mm. So I right now have your uh, frontiersman. I love it. Oh yep. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, but, you know, it's, it's interesting because when you, when you talk to people in our world, it's like even, even creative directors, I've had this conversation with multiple creative directors. They're in the process of presenting concepts to a client. And I go, so you're selling. Oh no 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 no! I, I I would never sell. I go hate salespeople. What is <laughs> it's so you're, slimy? You're what are you doing when you're presenting concepts? I'm presenting. No, you're selling concepts. No, I don't do that. And most people think it's nasty, and it mm -hmm. can be, mm -hmm. if you're doing it the sleazy way of just look at me, look at me, and calling people. Uh, and if you haven't done any research, and I I know you've probably received these too. You're getting people on LinkedIn. That, hey, George, we want to be friends. We've got a Stop. lot in common. And, and How many of those have you responded to? Oh, well, I actually do respond to some. And it's, I try to be kind <laughs> because there are some people that will, and I'll tell them, you know, if you just went to my mm. website, mm. you would see that everything that you're trying to sell me. The opposite. I already have <laughs> right. at, a, at a high level. So, and I've actually responded to people like mm. that. It's like not trying to be mean, mm. but it's like, don't do this again. Yeah. Because yeah. now that you've done it to me, you'll never get a chance with me. Yeah. And it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. And, you know, it's really been difficult through this, this pandemic. So today mm. I represent, mm. uh, I've got five partners. They're mm. clients. I call them mm. partners. So do we. Love uh -huh. it. Love that word. Yep. Yeah. And I do all their outbound prospecting. I do 
mm. the stuff that everybody hates. And for some reason, mm. I enjoy doing it, and I'm good at it. <laughs> I, I, I love connecting people mm. and, and helping, mm. but I'm not selling them. So mm. the, the challenge for Rock Creative Network is I've not found anybody else doing a model like this. Mm. Thus, director of marketing, VP, CMOs, they don't know this exists. Mm. And I've actually, some that actually I've had, and I've had multiple conversations, are looking at me and going, now, wait a minute, wait, let me see if I get this What's straight. What's the catch? Let, right. let me see if I get this straight. So um, I, I've got a full service agency, mm. uh-huh, but they're not good at certain things. Yeah. All I need to do is come to you and go, okay, I need help with this, this, and this. Uh-huh. And you're going to find the right people or introduce me to the right agencies or people that can solve those problems. Yeah, at a very high level and probably less expensive than your agency. Um, and I don't pay you anything for that. I go, no, no. If, if I've listened to your needs and I'm connecting you with the right resources that can serve you best at a very high level, if I've listened to you and I've done a good job of making that connection, I'm either on retainer and getting paid for them by them, or they're going to pay me a commission. But to wait. solve their problems. Yeah, yes, yeah. right. So it's like right. I, I, I've got one, one partner who's basically told me when, and it's not about mm. numbers. And every, mm. everybody says, we want more meetings. We want, no, you don't. Stop. Get to know. <laughs> I always say get to know as quickly as possible because not everybody's yeah. a good fit. And, and I've had one partner that has told me, that when I get him to a meeting, mm. even if it's the first time he's ever met this person in his life, said he's got a 65 to 80% chance of doing business ongoing with this client. That's awesome. And it's only because I've asked questions mm. of both my partners mm. and what they're good at, getting them really focused in what, because you can't do everything great, own something, mm. it be it an industry or a tactic much like guild content, mm. experts in content, and content is king mm. or queen, depending. <laughs> That's right, both. Being politically correct, which I'm <laughs> typically not, uh, but own a space yeah. and get really yeah. good at it. Mm. And I've even gotten to the point just to now where uh, I, have, I have partners that are calling me up going, we're really good at this, but we need help over here. Is there anybody in your network? Yeah. And it just get together and play well together. Uh, don't try to cheat on each other. Right. So I don't work with, I'll, I'll say, I don't work with assholes. <laughs> uh, I work with people who have a servant heart, yeah. who have this great craft, uh, high standards, um, and they're good. They're really good at what they do, mm. passionate. Um, there are a lot of people out there doing the work that we do. They don't care. Yeah, that's right. All they want to do is cash a check. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh man, holy smokes! I could just—I'm just like listening. I'm like, oh wait, I have to ask another question here because this is this is part of the thing that I agreed to is <laughs> lead the conversation. Um, but I'm I'm soaking it in because there's there's so much to highlight and draw out and and give more space to discuss and um, and and those who like follow my ramblings on LinkedIn on occasion. Um, you and I had this conversation earlier, but I'm like, can, if we're in any concept of like a new business realm, business development, whatever you want to call it, can we please stop using the word pitch? <laughs> because like just the inherent nature of the dialogue of this aggressive, formal, 
obtrusive, invasive even. Like if, if if you're receiving a pitch, like the very nature is like you have to have a defensive posture to like swing at the pitch. Right, right. And, and this, I, I think you've done such a wonderful job. You, you've quite literally built a life and a career around it of service, of asking, yeah. of being curious. Um, a great friend of ours who who sits on our board, um, and I've t- I talk about him all the time, but Corey Shear uses the word benevolence a lot, mm. being others-focused. Yes. And – um, sales <laughs> loses its sliminess pretty quick yeah. when you're others focused because yes. all of a sudden that's the the defenses are down the yes. um, trust is built the relationship is honored and and the the, the stereotypical sales man or woman is like yeah I, I get those same LinkedIn messages I'm not as kind as you I just delete them delete <laughs> nope not interested. Thanks. Bye. Right. It's like, please stop. Like your intentions are probably wonderful. And somebody along the way told you to do that. Right. right. Um, and so maybe it's not even their fault and I should have more it, compassion. Well, they don't know any better. They don't know <laughs> right. any better. But it's like, man, there's a way better way. Yes. And, and as you and I've chatted, especially in this world we live in today, um, how can we think in decades, not moments yeah. only and and those i mean even our relationship like recycled the 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 the, the rent cycle came back yeah. a decade later it's like oh i'm glad that like george was really kind to them because i have fond memories i didn't even remember them but anyway I, I'm, I'm rambling but I, i'd love to hear specifically like um why is that so hard why is that so rare why to your point a decade ago you said like the the industry is broken. The Lord put on your heart that the industry is broken. Um, why is that so? <laughs> like, because people have, they don't want to grow. They don't want to change. Mm. Uh, I'm I'm mm. I'm a little more seasoned than you. Been doing this for a while, but I'm a student, learning every something every single day. Love that. Uh, and mm. unfortunately, <clears throat> there are a lot of people a lot younger than me. They get used to doing it a certain way. Mm. And maybe they've had success once or twice, and it's too hard to change. So they're just going to keep doing it. And there's some people that are just, especially in our industry. Yeah. I, I tell you what, if 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 it was if I was a lot if I was your age now thinking of getting into the agency world, I wouldn't do it. Hmm. I wouldn't do it. Why? It's it's people don't care. It's almost like I've had coaches talk to me about replicating. Rock Creative Network, and I go, it's not possible. Mm. Why not? Because most people doing business, not all, not all, I, I, I shouldn't be, yeah. this is not yeah, a yeah, Blakewood yeah. statement, yeah. but a lot that I have met doing business development, they really don't care about serving people. They care about closing a deal, uh, turning it into the team, and getting a commission or a bonus, and moving on Peace. to Go the on. next. Yeah. And that's just not me. I, I like creating relationships. Mm. And you, you had asked, you had sent me this one question mm. uh, about a book, my favorite book. Mm. And before our conversation, I'm thinking, oh, man, <laughs> I, I'm looking at my library, looking at business books, and I'm thinking, there's really the, the, the best business book that I've read or the things that I've learned the most that unfortunately maybe a lot of people doing business development haven't really grasp yet it's the bible <laughs> that's right you know, proverbs is one of the best business books mm. around mm. and I, I i think a lot of who i am and how i've structured rock creative network with the servant heart 
is because of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He served people. He did things to people who didn't deserve it. Um, it's not that we have to like and hang out with people. I mean, again, I said earlier, and maybe that's not very Christian-like, I don't like being around assholes. <laughs> and I can pick them up pretty quickly. Um, you know, even I, I looked at this morning, I was, I was reading about Solomon. Mm. We talked about that a little bit. You know, here's, here's a guy who could have got anything in the world that he wanted. Mm. God came to Solomon and said, name it, whatever you want, I'll, I'll give it to you. And he goes, I want wisdom. Mm. You know, and it really made me think, so God not only gave him wisdom, but he gave him so much more. And one of the best businessmen in the world. Unfortunately, like a lot of us, he, he fell back. Yeah. But, but I sometimes wonder when I, when I read things like that, it makes me tie into business. Today, are we asking the right questions? And I don't think we are. The questions that we're asking is, what is your budget? <laughs> and when can I start? Yeah. Stop. Uh, no, no. You know, it's it's deep deep questions like you were doing with uh, Dan and his team at Image Makers. Uh, you're asking why questions and feeling questions, and the feelings weren't necessarily oh, it makes me feel no, not those kind of feelings. Yeah, right. Um, it's not a woke thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I say that? I, you just did. I so. just did. <laughs> Um, and for everybody that knows you, you just did. Like, of course, <laughs> of course you just did. They're not going to be surprised. No, I love it. I love it. Uh, but no, there's so much that, that I, I get from mm. reading scripture. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's an amazing book. And if we just follow the way Jesus walked through his life, helping people, serving people, dying mm. for people, I'm not saying I'm going to do that for <laughs> a right. partner. That's right. Um, they don't pay me well enough. But... Uh, we have become too much of the world where it's the whole focus, the whole goal is to win. It's not always about winning. Helping people, yes, but sometimes you don't win. Sometimes you you go, I don't think I can help you or this isn't a good fit. That's right. And I try honestly to get to know as quickly as possible. And what is amazing to me with a lot of salespeople, not just in our industry, they will have a pipeline, and if you ask them of that pipeline, oh, they're so interested. How many? How many people are hot prospects? And all of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm going to close this. Right. Do they want to be closed? Do they want to work with you? Well, I, I'm I'm going to work it until they, I break them down. No, maybe it's just not a good fit. Don't That's waste right. your time. That's right. Uh, I always try to get to know quickly, and and that's okay. It That's may right. be no today. But now they've heard about me, they'll maybe come back later. I don't know. It's okay. Yeah. I don't take it yeah. personal. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I, I, I I'll preach, amen, hundred percent. Like, all, <laughs> what, what, however, I can like jump back onto the shoulders of those comments. I am, um, and and there's this, and and you you reference the Dan conversation. Um, we had a similar exercise this week with a with another new partner of ours, and. He's running, the owner is running this wonderful, beautiful, branded, really clean design, very well operated martial arts studios um, in Overland Park. And we sat in his office. Our, there's four of us from our team, physically, two virtual, um, and then he and his, his um, marketing, the marketing guy, website guy. 
And I said, I said, Hey, this feels, this will be a little awkward, but like, we're going to ask more questions that feel like therapy <laughs> and counseling than they do feel like marketing or business. Yeah. And, and, and it's so fun. It really is like, it's rewarding and inspiring when you start to ask the right questions and you see physically see the illumination, the, the energy, the fire, the why this guy, like, and it was, it's, it's not a, it's really not like a brilliant question. I just said, Hey, what's the origin story? And he goes, man, nobody's really asked that for a while. Mm. And he retraced it. It, it. This happened and my dad did this and my, um, very first, I was a, I was a black belt at, I think he said at six years old. Oh wow! And I did this and this and this and this journey. And then I went to KU and I, I was, I was, I, I was disintegrated. I didn't, I didn't, everybody said I had to go be an engineer, but like my spirit, my soul was wrestling. I wanted to yep. do this yep. again. I wanted to build something. And it's like, to your point, it's like, yeah, we got to talk about budget and all the other stuff at some point. But like, first we got to talk about your story, your, your meaning, your why, your, the depths, the, the current, right? Um, to use our friends in the soccer business, to use their name, which I love. <laughs> Anyhow, I, I think it's, uh, it's, it's the Solomon story of wisdom. It's why I sat across the lunch table from you today, and I had 100 questions, and I only got to about four of them. Because <laughs> I, want, I, want I want to understand. I want to learn. I want to see. Yeah. And, and, and to keep hitting the Dan and team conversation one thing that group mentioned, and you were part of that um, illumination, was, and I think it came out of Dan's mouth ultimately, but he said a version of innovation by the very nature of it means that it's always going to be changing. Oh, yeah. And if we're not students, if we're not, a pre- you guys use the word apprentice, <laughs> which is manifested in our own internal conversations in the last two weeks which is a fun byproduct of the work. Yep. It helps our culture too. Um, but that apprentice mindset, that learning mindset, that curiosity mindset, of course it applies to like new business and sales, but like most importantly, it applies to human relationship. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and even to, to have to have that relationship with, with, we'll use image makers as an example. They do mm-hmm. killer work. They Top come notch. up with things 100%. that yep. nobody has ever yep. done before. Weird, wacky things. And, He's even said, we don't know how it's supposed to end because it's never been done. And I go back to scripture. It's like, you got to have faith. Yeah, that's right. You got to have faith that if you're taking the right steps, it's a process just as sales is a process. Sales is not, you're going to meet somebody for the first time and you're going to close a deal. No, (laughs) no, it usually takes any, any way it takes eight to 12 touch points when you're doing a cold prospect before they even want anything to do with you. And unfortunately, 80% of the salespeople out there today stop after the third touch point. Yeah. So they're missing opportunities and they're chasing those, which are already knows in their pipeline. They, they should just leave those alone. <laughs> That's so great. They are, they are already knows and they're in denial about that reality. Well, yeah. and, and, and part of the problem is they're bosses. Huh. You know, everybody, it's not so much in the agency world, mm. uh, but every year you'll sit down and it's like, okay, we want to grow this percentage. Why? Because we want to. Have you uh, looked at the market? Doesn't matter. Yeah, it does matter because the market <laughs> is going to justify be a good indicator. Not, yeah. If you can make yeah. it or not. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of salespeople are out there and they, they got a quota. They've got to hit a certain number. So they're, they're not doing it based on 
serving, they're not doing it based on passion. They're doing it based on scared. They're scared. If I don't hit this number, and it doesn't matter what kind of client, and it, 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 we have to find out for our agency, what's the best fit client? Because not every client's a good fit. And you don't want to onboard somebody who is just going to tear your team apart uh, and it's just not a good fit. Yeah, you're, you're cashing their check. But is that really what this is all about? It kind of goes back to God gave us specific talents. Are we using it? You know, un- unfortunately, and I'm, I'm learning this. I learned this. Unfortunately, people will, will tell you, um, you're really good at this. I got into sales and advertising, not because I was seeking it. It was because I was pitching I was presenting to uh, an agency, the first agency ever worked at, Muller and Company, and Kathy uh, met with me. I was doing, I was running a direct mail agency at the time, and called. she called me back and wanted to meet. I'm thinking, oh, great, she wants to do business with me. And I'm sitting on the other side of her desk, and she goes, I don't want to buy anything from you. I want to hire you. Mm-hmm. Go, I know nothing about advertising. She goes, uh, don't care. I can, I can teach you. <laughs> Everything right. you need to know about advertising. Right. Spots and dots, we'll figure that out. What you yeah. have yeah. in sales and relationships uh-huh. can't be taught. That's, right. that's, that's just inbred. Right. So I was actually pulled into this, and I've been doing it for whew, 25, 25 plus, plus years. years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, and, like, I don't know. It's just, it's so, it's, I, I guess my, my follow-up is, like, there's lots of things that are, broken, frustrating LinkedIn messages that are annoying, right? What gives you hope? What gives you excitement? What, what, like, as you look at the horizon and say, man, like, this is, this is why this matters. This is what's at stake. What is that? Like, what, what makes you kind of say, man, this is worth the continued effort and labor and service to bring about what into the world? You know, Jesus and I talk about that all the time. (laughs) And you had asked me before also, uh, what is, what was, what, what would be my legacy? What would I want when I'm gone? What would I want people to, to remember me for? Mm-hmm. And, and I think about that every single day, and it's like, that, that's important to me. What gives me hope and faith is, uh, again, it goes back to Scripture. I, I study Scripture, uh, and I know what Jesus is doing. Mm-hmm. And he, he tells me, I will never leave or forsake you. And good Lord, if he's the one that put me, it made me start Rock Creative Network, there must be a reason. Mm-hmm. And I, I get in prayer and I ask him daily, mm-hmm. is this what you want me to be doing? Mm-hmm. If it is, I'll keep going. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just keep pushing through. Uh, but I can't do this. I cannot do this without him because I'm not that smart. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how long Rock Creative Network will last. Mm-hmm. Maybe it lasts until I retire, but ironically... I honestly can't see me ever totally retiring. Yeah, right. Slowing down would be nice. Yeah, right. Um, Enjoying a cigar would be nice. Uh, I, I, I do that. I do that. <laughs> I know. But since I've launched this, and I know there's a lot of small business owners like you have probably experienced this, I've not had a week vacation in nine and a half years. Mm-hmm. It would be nice to take some time off mm-hmm. and go sit on the beach. Mm-hmm. But am I going to stop and retire? No. You know, I, what I really think, because of what he has, he's brought, and actually had somebody tell me this before, I, I'm supposed to have one foot 
in business and one foot in the ministry. Mm. And if that's where God wants me, so be it. Mm. Um, and I'll, all I can do is have faith and trust that uh, he's walking ahead of me and he knows where I'm supposed to go. And I guess if I get out of line, he'll, he'll scooch me back. <laughs> he's good at that. <laughs> and it really is just a, a matter of, we talked about this earlier, if it was, a, if it was about making a lot of money, I wouldn't be doing this. I would be working for an agency, uh, and I would have those vacations. I would have insurance. This isn't about – this. I'm at a different part of my life than you are. You're growing something incredibly. Uh, I've done that. I've grown, helped grow a number of agencies. I still have a purpose, and I think that is the biggest part of the question that I have in my prayers every day is – what is my purpose? Uh, I've got a friend of mine, uh, and you met uh, through Image Makers, Mark Arenick. Yeah, uh, he's awesome. In- incredible man of faith as well, but the guy is just wickedly brilliant, strategic guy. And both of us are having conversations almost on a daily basis about what is our purpose. Our, we've got this. I've got this gift uh, of doing what I do in the business world. Is that it? Am I just supposed to be helping people close deals? Or am I supposed to be out there evangelizing for Jesus Christ? And the legacy is, I don't care if people remember me, but if they do, it's not a matter of, wow, he helped me close this big deal, or he helped me do this. I hope it's, he gave me hope in Jesus Christ. He, he was the first person to ever introduce me to Jesus Christ. Not a church. I don't believe in organized religion anymore. That's messed up. So. Uh, that's a whole nother podcast it's podcast too, bro. But it's just giving people hope that it's not about what we see in the world today, which is falling apart because God is in control. Uh, I'm seeing things that are happening right now. I'm not prophetic, but since I'm reading scripture and I'm studying it, things that Bible says is supposed to happen is happening, which gives me peace, gives me hope. And it gives me the drive to keep, pushing through every single day, doing what I do, even though it might offend some people or drive people crazy. Um, I, people will tell me, I don't believe anything in that book. That can't be too. It was written by men. I go, I don't care. I didn't write it. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. And gosh, I, it, it, again, illustrates so beautifully, the regardless of where people are on their own journey of faith or not, um, the rampant, really, rampant anxiety, fear, scarcity, loneliness, depression, the list goes on, right? Like we live in a, nobody has to look very far to figure out that this is a broken, hurting, hard place of suffering that we can mask and put shiny stuff on and put an Instagram filter over and try to cover up. But man, like you don't have to pressure test it much to ask one or two questions. My, my wife's going through her master's in counseling and she's been doing counseling long before she had a degree. She yep. had to live with my ass for this long <laughs> and raise five humans and be a, good hum, be a good human herself. You ask one or two questions and relate to someone's pain and instantly it's right there, right? Yep. So like you, your comment of a foot in business and a foot in ministry, I love it. And it's like, they're both, they're the same. Like your feet are in this, like that is, that is the minute that is like your 
purpose is to relate. And you've said stories about cigars and bars and restaurants and coffees and like you're you're in conversations and circles and executive level um, meetings that like you're and 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 frankly my my mentor Clyde Lear who started Learfield Communications. That's how I got into this crazy journey 20 years ago was like watching him at the time as a 60 year old or so man of faith and character and compassion watching and watching. And, and, and I'm telling you, man, like I, I over, I, I wasn't even part of it. I was like the dumb 22 year old new sales guy. I overheard a story. He told one of his leaders and he was like deeply concerned. He was having a glass of whiskey at a bar at a hotel <laughs> And he asked his, like, number three or number four guy in the company, hey, man, like, how's your marriage? I don't care about the work stuff. How's your marriage? And the guy was like, Bleh. here it came. And he just unloaded. And he said, man, because nobody. Nobody asked. Nobody asked. Nobody cares. Nobody pauses. Nobody's brave enough. Not nobody, right? Of course, there's, like, there's plenty of people doing it. But the general rule is, like, don't talk about marriage or money or anything really scary or, or hard or faith. Like, stay the hell away from that. <laughs> because like that's not for this place and um and and man i just I, I think the work you're doing is helpful and beneficial to the business and like more importantly it's beneficial yeah. um uh on a much broader scale than that which yeah. is cool thank you thank you um okay man so we we have like not the end endless amounts of time because uh you've got stuff and and we've got hard calendar holds unfortunately with things um in the next little bit of this conversation before we hit the, the final five, I wonder, like, as the wisdom, right, with the, with the experience, the 25-plus years, the, the, the relationships, the network, the conversations you've had, um, how would you encourage the, the next version of us, right? Like, the people that are trying to build, trying to grow, trying to start, trying to find their way, um, in marketing or not, um, right. where, where, you know, if there are a couple signposts you could like point them to, um, how would you encourage them? What would you say? Be human, mm. have a heart, mm. ask caring questions, not about you, mm. but about them. And again, that is, as you described, personal questions, because mm. we can always look at a person and can tell there's something wrong That's right. in business. Uh, if you're smart and you're doing research on specific industries that you're focused on. Uh, I always tell people, give your prospects a little bit away. So I'm going to, I'm going to date myself. And, oh. and actually somebody else told me this, mm. you know, back when people read the newspaper, <laughs> yeah. uh, there was a guy who was reading an article in the wall street journal and he mm. cut it out, highlighted things, put it in an envelope amazing, and mailed it to a prospect and said, thinking about you, I was thinking about you. And all of a sudden, this guy was no longer a salesperson. He was giving insight. He was helping this person. So it kind of breaks down that barrier That's a little right. bit. So I would say, darn it, spend some time doing homework. It's not a grind of just selling or doing your craft. And I can't tell you how many agency owners will tell me, oh, I'm too busy running an agency. It's like, okay. Your agency, and I've got all these clients yeah. to take care of. I go, well, first of all, your agency is the most important client you have. Mm. And if you're not taking the time mm. to build your agency from the inside out mm. with content mm. and giving, doing some research and sending it to specific prospects 
and or clients said, oh my gosh, this one is, this one's a killer. <laughs> this should be so easy, but it's not. Um, there are only three ways you can grow your agency, your business. Organically, referrals, and cold, prospecting. Uh, I do the prospecting. It is the most inefficient, but you need to do it. Yep, that's right. Uh, and everybody hates it because, oh, they might reject me. Oh, yeah, you're going to get a lot of rejection. Um, but it blows my mind, and I can't tell you when mm. I was at agencies how many mm. I would go. So I, I would bring it in, uh, and I would still cre- create a relationship. I kept a relationship with that person, yep. but we had an account executive yep. that was managing every single day. Day to day. So yep. I, I would go to the account, and it still happens today. Yep. Yep. I, I would go to the account executive and go, so you see this client more than anybody else in the agency. Yes. And you're doing everything you can to solve the problems that they've hired us to do. Yes. And you bring, you've got the team, you're communicating. Yes. I, I got to believe that at times uh, the, the client is just talking outside herself, just talking aloud, and it has nothing to do with your project or project. They're just, you know, I'm having, I'm having struggles with yeah, this. My and son I'm, did this. Or yeah, or, yeah. you know, it's just this part of my business. I wish I could. Oh, yeah, that happens all the time. And you're writing it down and bringing it back to the agency mm-hmm. to see how we might be able to to solve that problem. Oh, no, 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 I'm not in sales. <laughs> Organic growth. If you are yes. not yes. showing that your clients, your, your clients that you truly care mm. and you not, you're asking them questions about what are your goals, what, what are you thinking about doing next year? And, and it has nothing to do, it's not like you're upselling that's, them. No, that's It's right. just what challenges do you face that what, maybe I can help you with? Yes. And it's, all of a sudden, you're no longer a vendor. Mm. You're, 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 you're a partner. A f- trusted partner. You're yes. a partner. You're there, yeah. you're there to help me keep yes. my job. That's right. And That's right. so if you're an agency owner out there right now, if mm. you're doing business development, and if you're an account executive, I don't know why you'd be listening to this because you don't do business <laughs> development. Start engaging and having right. conversations and look in the trade publications of your client to find out what, mm. what are the trends mm. because they don't have time mm. to do that. And there have been studies that are, have been shown uh, at they're asking, they're asking CMOs, uh, are you happy, just happy with your agency? And it was like this last year, 25% said uh, yes. 25? 25% said yes. And the, 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 one of the reasons why is because they're not thinking forward for me. Mm-hmm. They're just doing the project at hand. They're not doing anything more. They're not, I need somebody on my team that is gonna look at yeah. insights into the future That's right. and help me so I can be prepared for That's that. Right. That's right. Man, there's so much, you, you just packed like uh, a whole webinar's worth of info in about six minutes, so thank you, sir. Um. <laughs> um, and, and you you like, you struck my, my like pet peeve alert went off when, and you, cause we share the same pet peeve of like, don't call it an upsell. Stop it. Like, just stop. Just listen. Just ask questions, observe, be a solution oriented, thoughtful, caring human. And you will, you will lit. I mean, we have, we have, we have um, folks in our, in our group that think exactly like that. And it's like, dude, sky's the limit. Like sky is literally the limit because 
you care and you source and you listen and you probe and you ask questions and you're curious. And then we we have these wonderful partners who, once that trust is there, guess what? They're going to think, oh my gosh, like, hey, the, the, the guild team in my particular instance or a million other examples, they understand me, they, they get me, they are thinking of me, um, which is great. Okay, I hate to do this. We got to wrap. Um, final five, my friend, and I know we've, we've hit on a couple of them already, but favorite book. I already know your answer, but say it again. It's the Bible. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting because if you read the Bible, people tell me I don't read the Bible. It's like, really? I mean, the, the beginning in Exodus, it's, it's a thriller. <laughs> it, it's a thriller, and it, you don't know how it's going to end, and it's like, wow, it ends in a good, has a good ending. In Proverbs and Hebrews, where we have Solomon, it's, it's business, and it talks about how to treat people and how not to treat people. And oh my gosh, a book that nobody will read. I've read many times. Yeah. That last book, the book of Revelation, people go, oh, I can't read that. That's too spooky. That's too scary. It's like, <laughs> oh, that's better than Star Wars and Dune <laughs> and all of those put together. Right. And it has a happy that's ending. Right. That's right. So there is just, oh, and the song. It's the greatest story ever told. The man. song of Solomon. Yeah. Oh, you haven't <laughs> seen a, a daytime soap opera. Oh my gosh. Woo. <laughs> I love it, man. I, I didn't expect uh, anything less. So well, well said. I love it. Um, what's your favorite T-shirt? I know you're a dapper fella with buttons and collars and sweet glasses, but like when you dial it down, what do you dial it down to? I typically never wear really T-shirts. Huh. Hmm. I don't really wear T-shirts. This is kind of how I dress all the time. It drives my wife crazy because so, I work from home so and dapper. I get up and I get dressed and yep. I sit at my desk by myself unless somebody will, like you, will invite me to come. And I'm, I'm over the Zoom stuff. I'm over it. I'm like, uh, uh, like we can meet or, or we can talk on the phone. Right? Yes. I mean, we, we still do plenty of Zoom and Google Meet, but it's like, man, I'm over it. I, I guess I'm, I'm yeah. too old school. I don't know. I yeah. love the like handshake. And I do, too. I do, too. To well, I'm, I'm Italian and I'm an extrovert, uh, <laughs> but I, I've, I think I've gotten pretty good at Zoom, but there are yeah. a lot of people out there yeah. that... Still struggle. On it. Still struggle. Uh, what would you do right now if you weren't afraid? Oh, you know, it was interesting because I thought about that last night, not knowing where this conversation was going. And I had to, I was going to, do I ask Justin, is this a business question or is this a personal life question? Uh, honestly, the weird thing about me is there, it's all kind of the mess, man. It's all messy yeah. in the middle because <laughs> that's yeah. life, man. It's, it's kind of what I do now. It's like mm -hmm. even today when I have, when I have meetings and I don't know where it's going to go, and all of a sudden we they start asking my contact, be it a friend or somebody I met for the first time, start asking me about your title is relationship evangelist. That sounds kind of religious. I go, well, it is. Uh, I'm an evangelist for Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, and for the the partners that I serve. What do you want to talk about? And then we get to talk about Jesus and who He is and what He's done mm -hmm. for them. And some sometimes it's a reintroduction. Sometimes people have never met him before, and I will tell you, I get more joy awesome. doing that. So it's almost like I, I'm never going to be Paul of the Bible. I, I don't really want to be in, in, a, in a cave, in a prison, <laughs> shackled to guards, and I guarantee you I won't be singing because I don't have a good voice anymore. <laughs> but going out and just making a difference and showing people that they don't have to be scared with everything that's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. And it is, there is hope. Mm -hmm. And if we just trust in him, uh, our world is not going to fall apart. Mm -hmm. uh, our businesses aren't going to crash. And if they do, 
he's going to open up another door for you. That's well said, man. Perfect love casts out fear. Um, that's it. Amen. That's it. Uh, favorite place on earth for Mr. Wide Rock when you can roll? Uh, I don't know if I have a favorite place, but I will tell you, uh, my wife will tell you my, my, where I am the most relaxed. Mm. And I don't relax well. Mm. Uh, I am a type A personality. I think maybe a type double A. Uh, <laughs> the beach, overlooking the beach in That's Destin, good. Florida. Mm. My in-laws used to have condos down there, and we would go down there once a year. And she has a picture of me uh, just on the second floor balcony looking over the beach and the ocean and the smells, the sounds. Uh, and, and, again, it goes back to it goes back to God. It goes, you look at that and you realize the power and the majesty. And how could anything, how can there be anybody out there that says, this just happened? Uh, no. And, and I was, this picture, I'm just there for about an hour having a scotch in prayer, looking at its majesty. And that's, my wife says I'm, that's the most peaceful place. And I also do have, when it's not really cold, I, I sit in my backyard. Awesome. Uh, and it's my prayer room. Mm. And my wife knows when I go out there after work or early in the evening, I'll sit there and uh, I'm not real good with uh, solitude and silence, in part because of my job. Mm. Uh, but we need, we need that. Mm. He, wants, he wants us to be silent mm. so we can hear him. And solitude is a place where we grow. That's right. That's right. Yeah, the, the, the practice that has emerged for me. Uh, and I told you a little bit of my, like my undoing, right. Um, all of which was my doing for the record. Um, the practice that's emerged for me in the last five years that, that has been the most, um, helpful, the most healing is silence is, is the meditation is, is the, the (laughs) monkey mind of, and, and, and it's funny because, like, meditation is not some new age concept. Meditation no. is ancient. From the, ve- from the jump, yeah. we were instructed to sit and meditate yeah. and be still. And, and that um, outside sitting in silence, it's a ter- for me, I don't know about for everybody, um, it's a terrifying place. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a horrifying place. It's, yeah. a, it's a bloodbath of the, a place. The mind keeps yeah. going over things. Yeah. Yeah. What if, what That's if, right. what if? It's a, it, it is the place of um, most panic and fear. Because I, for me, I can numb pretty quick with like hustle and busyness and like just run faster, yeah. d- double A stuff, what you just said. But like that, the stillness. Yeah. Ryan Holiday wrote a book um, about st- stillness is the key. It, it really is the place of, of, uh, of, of opening, of awakening, of, um, of connection, yeah. you know, to the divine. Um, thanks for sharing. Last one. When it's all said and done, what do you want to be remembered for? Besides your dapper good looks. And oh, <laughs> a good thing this is podcast making. I've got a face. Whatever, bro. We're going to share all this radio. stuff. Uh, what would I be remembered for is uh, I cared. I helped. I served. Uh, I loved. Uh, and I shared Jesus. And beautiful mic drop in, in a in a in a business world that is not void of it, but like needs that. 
thank you for doing it. <laughs> I, I think there's so uh, there's so much wisdom. There's so much hope. There's so much encouragement in in that message. Like I, I do think this like win at all costs, close the deal, drive the revenue, kill it, slay it. I, I talked. I, I mentioned oh. a, a friend, Brent Bishore. Um, uh, my first conversation with him, he was like, "How's it? How is it? How's it? again the power of a great question?" He's like, "How's it going, really?" Like, and I said, "I literally never talked to the guy, but I, but an instant kindred spirit." How's it going, really? I was like, "Man, it's brutal." <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. "It's scary, weird. I don't know. I feel insecure. I don't know the right right." And he goes, Thank, thanks. He goes, I talk to marketing people all the time. Every, every day, every day. And they all say they're slaying it and they're killing it and they're winning awards and they're on. I'm like, I mean, maybe I should be, but like, it's hard. It's hard. And oh, uh, maybe they're lying. Maybe that'd be honest. <laughs> because I know some agencies that we're killing it. We're winning all this business, but they're not talking about everything that's going on the back, up, back right. door. That's right. That's exactly right. And all the people they have to lay off. That's exactly right. Where can people find you and like get to know more about the the, uh, uh, the one and only. I'm on LinkedIn. My website is rockcreativenetwork.com. Uh, I'm not on Facebook that much. Uh, I, I try to be I try to be kind, but this <laughs> boldness in me kind of gets in the way sometimes. It's when there is some blood, bro. Yeah, it's in my blood. And <laughs> what's, what's really scary, uh, you know, I, God got a hold of me through 30 years ago and just changed me mm-hmm. from uh, an aggressive Sicilian male. And there are still days today where I can feel him coming back and I have to push him down. <laughs> yep. yep. That's yep. why I'm not on Facebook that much. <laughs> well, you've, uh, you've been a, a wonderful um, uh, friend and guest and conversation. I've really enjoyed it. And uh, people are going to find massive benefit from, from this, um, well, at least looking, from what you've said. I'm looking forward <laughs> Maybe to, not from what I've said. to our journey together. Yes, sir. Indeed. Thanks so much, George. All right. God bless you, everybody. As always, thank you for listening. Your attention is super valuable, so thank you for giving it to us. If you're a fan of the show, please go rate and review us wherever you're listening to this. I would really appreciate it. Until next time, when we get to share another great conversation with you, have a great week and let your life tell a meaningful story.